Hey everybody, this is the Teddy Murphy Project here. I'm Teddy Murphy, your host. But you guys know that, hey, if you want to do a podcast, you want to express your views and everything, whatever you do, hey, use Anchor. Anchor is uh, one of the best uh, products you can use for your uh, podcast. And it also gives you sponsorships also to the where you get paid for every listen across any episode. So, don't forget, man, if you want to use a podcast, go to Anchor, man. Just go to anchor.com, sign up, get your podcast started. I'm Petty Murphy, and I this Today's been a very, very great day. Um, you know, I'm ready to do what I said I was going to do. And as I stated today, man, you know, all I want is my respect. You know, I put a lot of people on game, open up a lot of doors for people. And, you know, I want to say shout out to those who have stayed down with me throughout, you know, everything in the past, present. Because it's the future that we're trying to uh, build, everybody. You know, 2020 pretty much fucked everything up for everybody. You know, that does entertainment, you know. And we're slowly, slowly coming back. And I had very big plans for my 2020. Everybody knows well documented. Currently filming a movie right now. And also doing an event, too. I was supposed to go to New York City for the first time this year. Two sellout shows. Set by Julius Donnett. And, you know, COVID-19 hit. So, you know, yeah, I went into a depression. Like no other. I was working for home with Home Advisor. You know, not used to being at home. Not used to being not able to go out and do normal things like normal people do. Or just with my entertainment. Not used to that. And by the grace of God, I remembered that I had a ticket. A golden ticket in my pocket. Which is what we have right now with the Petty Murphy Project. You got to give shout out to Robert Allen Parker. Emmanuel Lane, Night Train the Brand, aka Night Train the Brand, Mr. YL, the Famo Nation, and Chop on the Radio because before I even started this, I was going on there as a regular. You know, I was sharing the post, I was promoting them to help them out because, you know, they helped me out, and especially uh, the Mr., Mr. Robert Allen Parker. You know, the first time I met him was in 2015. I hosted a show with him at the Spotlight 2 in Wichita. And we just clicked. And just kept on doing shows, smashing shows, supporting one another. Then, you know, of course, I joined the movement with ICT Boy and Tone Cruise and Flint Drank, King J, TZ, Ace Boogie. You know, we created this movement. You know, the rest is here. You know, the rest is documented. I did not know how powerful 
this most hated show was going to be. I just know basically it wasn't even a show about, you know, this gun national that would turn it no it was turning into a movie right now. This was a show about respect and making a statement because we were not getting our respect in Wichita. Nobody was. And yet we put a lot of cats on. A lot. In comedy and in music. We put a, we basically broke our necks. And broke bread. Not just with money, but with knowledge. And free game. And we weren't getting the respect. And the reason why we weren't getting that respect is because we kept it real. Real recognized, real people. And so when you got this phenomenal thing, this gift, this thing that's birthed, and it metamorphs into a phenomenon. You try to keep it going. I knew after doing Most Hated State of the Union, which is the second Most Hated here in Kansas City, I knew that a third one had to be documented. And I wanted to tell people the story of my career, how comedy and music can come together, and why Most Hated. So yeah, I started trying to make moves because you know of course I've been here no home for almost two years to be two years October 30th it's two weeks from now I needed something so yeah I reached out to a lot of people here and I basically opened up doors an opportunity for them but what people don't get is that lately I have not, I've, pretty much, I'm going to go ahead and fucking say it. I've been used by people who only are genuine when it's beneficial to them. So when shit like what happened September 26th, well, 25th to 26th happened, or go all the way back to August or July 11th, when that happens, and people want to call you a narcissistic son of a bitch, say that you only care about yourself, you don't care about nobody else, but it's you who has given them opportunity that nobody has ever given into them, and they sit there and disrespect you, it's because you try to do the right thing by basically letting everybody shine in your light. When the light is put on you, you let everybody shine. You let the world know it ain't about me. It's about everyone else. My former co-host of the Petty Murphy Project said that to me. Yeah, she got her own little show. Whatever. Scatter show. But like I said, I have a text message that states July 26th. I'm going to work on movie roles. I don't have time to work on the Petty Murphy Project. 
or the most hated movie. No, I'm not coming back. So you keep it secret. So I wouldn't know about it until I seen it. That's fucked up, people. This is where the point where I'm getting to. Is that people use me not only to gain their opportunity, but to take knowledge and to take ideas that I have for the future so I can help those that are around me grow. And then, when I find out about it, because I feel disrespected, and yes, I still feel disrespected about that. They get mad when I call them out on their bullshit. Facts is facts, people. I'm not a narcissistic son of a bitch. Wasn't raised to be that way. Wasn't brought up in this game to be that way. It's the fucking problem with the damn game right now. There's too many narcissistic, selfish bastards who won't even put you on game, but want you to share their shit. Come to their event. But will not show that same love and that same respect to you. That's why I said what I said today. It's because if I was a narcissistic, self-centered, selfish son of a bitch, I could have did this shit by myself. I could have took off. I literally could have took off. Back in 2017 when I met Zach McDermott from HBO. After coming to an episode of Cracking Up. I literally could have took the fuck off. I could have took off and left everybody behind. But I didn't do that. It's because if I'm going to leave, my team's coming with me. That's the type of person I am. I'm not selfish. I'm selfless. And the world needs more people like that in not only just in America or in entertainment, but all over. I'm not a selfish motherfucker. Because if I was, I wouldn't be blessed with the opportunities that I have gotten over the years. I wouldn't be blessed to have met great people. I wouldn't be blessed with this talent that I get to share with everybody. And that's why I want people to understand. Get to know me before you judge me. I had a rough time this summer. Had a very rough time. But God pulled me through. And that's what I want people to understand. God does not bless the deceitful. Because if I ever deceived anybody, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. You know, I work a square job. I just got a new square, a new job with Dick Sporting Goods as a sales support specialist my podcast is doing well as you guys see it's not only on Anchor it's also on Spotify it's also on Google Podcasts 
Tune in, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Amazon Music, and it's growing in numbers. Got 542 listeners, according to Facebook, in the United States, listening. And according to the stats through Anchor and Spotify, that's 97% of America, I have one listener listening. I have people listening in Mexico. I have people listening in Los Angeles. I have people listening in Bangladesh. I got people listening to Ireland, Australia, Africa, Canada. It's because I'm a phenomenal communicator. And I communicate in the way that people can understand because people don't want to hear that fake shit. They want to hear that real shit. And I try to keep it real with everybody. Now I was always told, show love to those who show love back towards you. And that's real. If you go back to the loyalty, loyalty, loyalty episode back in August, I never, ever disrespected Megan. I never slandered her name. You can go back to that and go to the Petty Murphy Project page on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Petty Murphy Project. Also on Instagram at the Petty Murphy Project. Send me a DM. You guys can go and state that I never slander her name. What it was when I saw her last Saturday night at the Roxy for Nick Gibbs. And I tried to apologize. She got mad. Because I told everybody what she did. And she walks off in disgust. That's, you got guilt on your heart. Don't care what nobody says. That's guilt. You know you what you did was wrong. Especially when your co-host tells me that you tell him to keep it a secret. What type of person does that? And what type of person uh, gets mad when you no, know, I tell her to tell you that and say you don't give a shit what that person told you? You didn't have to tell me anything. You kind of do. Because if you're a friend of mine, I will respect you more if you tell me to my face than lie behind my back. It shows right then and there you can't be trusted. You'll stab anybody in the back just to make a dollar. I won't do that. What I will do is I will defeat the system that has plagued everybody that is not designed for everybody to win because of the crab in the barrel mentality. I will defeat that system. I will create a culture to where everybody can win. That's why I left Wichita. The crab in the barrel mentality. I see this here in Kansas City, but here I stay away because there's other places here where I can do what I do. I got an opportunity to run the entertainment part of a restaurant from a friend of mine by the name of Jonathan. Jonathan's Woodfire Grill. Go check it out on Merlin. In Santa Fe, go check him out. Food's good, food's fucking delicious. Check him out. I'm gonna go see him tomorrow. But go check him out. 
get some good food. He's going to let me run the entertainment. He's going to let me put music and comedy and poetry inside his restaurant. The entertainment part of his restaurant. Why? It's because he believes in me. Believes in my product. I sold myself. That was God talking. That was God's blessing. And what I want to tell people, and that's something that I want to tell people also, my good friends, Rob and Jess Dalby, if you go on to uh, YouTube and check out their uh, YouTube show, Diggy Hip Hop A to Z, you go check out their webs. you go check out their uh, YouTube channel. Jess was frustrated because they were, they were trying to build their website and the guy who never got back with them, sent them all the information, they were getting frustrated. I contacted my guy who was filming my movie, Mr. Ian Pittman, Studio 48. I actually called my friend William Barkus, who lives here in Kansas City, used to work with him in Wichita at AT&T, Verizon, Cricket. We used to work together. And Will's a nerd. He's a, he's a tech geek. But he couldn't help me try to build help with the website, so I contacted Ian to help Jess out. Because she was getting frustrated and she wanted to give up. I know Rob was frustrated. I said, no, I'm going to help y'all. Because y'all good people. And I don't want to see nobody give up their dream because somebody didn't do their job correctly. So I contacted Ian. I put them two together. Ian worked on their website. Their YouTube channel went from 10,000 all the way up. Their website is up right now. They got merchandise. And these are very good people. And Rob told me this. He thanked me. He said, if it wasn't for you linking me up with him, I don't know what we would have done. Now, let me ask y'all a question. Would a narcissistic, selfish son of a bitch done that? No. But I did. I did it because I have a very good heart. I have a very kind, good heart. And I want to see people succeed. I want to see people do good. But I also have learned that people do not share the same heart or the same vision as you. So you got to let them go. Now, Miss Marcy, trying to go after my LLCs and stuff too and talk about me and stuff too. I believe she's a good person. I just think, you know, there's ways of doing things and there's ways of communicating with somebody. And making threats and trying to, you know, go after their business and everything else is not the way you do that. You talk to that person. Ask that person what's going on. And like I said, had she had basically let me clarify everything completely, as I was trying to do for 50 plus days with the funding of this, thank God I, got, I found my investors. I'm getting my sponsorships to get number three done. Thank God the J-Rock the Chef stepped up on September 26th along with Jay Fish and Young Crooked of Invest Entertainment. Has she let me explain and not be so angry? 
And I'm being honest, and I'd be so angry because I wanted her son to DJ that show. It's because I believe in his talent. I see this kid can do what, no, do a lot of great things, and the kid's so fucking talented. That's the thing, he's so talented. And we had that conversation like common adults without all the yelling, the Facebook drama, and all that other bullshit. Everything would be fine. Had Megan told me that, hey, I have fun doing the Petty Murphy Project. I want to go out and do my own thing because I would not give her a contract. Me and Ian, I've stated me and Ian, when everything went down after part one, we both told her the most hated brand and the Petty Murphy Project are two separate entities. There would be no way I would be able to give you a contract for both. And the reason why I could not give her a contract is one, my most hated brand, yeah, she played a little part in it. Yeah, you got me the venue and stuff too. But I gave you tickets to sell for that part one. And you didn't sell not one. Everyone else was selling tickets. Everyone else was pushing tickets. This Petty Murphy pro the Petty Murphy Project, like I said in the beginning, that was gifted to me by the Famo Nation and the Mr. Nitran the brand, Mr. YL, Miss Jack, and the rest of the Famo Nation. That was gifted to me the summer of 2019. That was gifted. I just didn't have the time to do it because of my work schedule. So I held that back in my back pocket and I told them, when I'm ready to launch the Petty Murphy Project, I'm going to contact you. And when I say it's on, it's on. They were cool with it. And this is way before I met Megan. This is way before I met Megan. So, in order to get her a contract for both, I would have to talk to everybody that helped me build both of these brands. The Penny Murphy Project brand, the most hated brand. And I'm going to tell you now, everybody would have been pissed the fuck off. It's because why are you giving her compensation? And she barely, she's new. We've been with down with you since day one. That creates chaos. And without order, there is chaos. And yeah, I said it. Just try to use a white privilege. That does not work. That does not work. So you can't get mad at me. Yeah, because you bought me drinks, no weed. Cake, whatever. That doesn't mean you automatically get fucking compensation. You get a contract. You try to take me to court and you tell a judge that shit, they're going to say those are gifts. Pretty much. Those were, those were gifts. If there was no legal documentation between you two, throw out the fucking case. 
walk away. So because I wouldn't give her a contract, you decide you're going to take my ideas of me having my podcast at Studio 48. Najee Colden being the other co-host alongside you, along me. And you basically want to take your, start your own band podcast. Without me knowing. But you fucked up. I saw it on Facebook. I saw the live on Facebook. And I thought about it. Thought about saying something that morning, but I didn't. So I went and got a haircut. And then when you brought up someone's name who's under a label, and you haven't talked to their CEO, tried to give them a position, and you really don't know this person, or the other person, that's where you cross the fucking line, because then the CEO is going to come at me and ask me, did I know anything about it? And I didn't, just like the artist didn't know anything about it. So you basically have created a ripple effect of chaos. And you get mad because I go on to my podcast and I set the record straight with everybody. And I tell the truth. And what I said in that podcast was, yeah, I'm a little upset. I'm a little hurt. But I wish them well. Wish them good luck. There was no passion or anything like that. I kept it real. So when people call me a narcissistic, narcissistic, selfish son of a bitch, when I'm basically creating a lane for them, creating opportunity for them, where others wouldn't, because it's not about me, it's about the people that are around me, shows you right there, people. When people say things like that to you, it shows you right then and there. They were only in it for themselves. They were only in it to get what they could out of you. Then when the turn up does not produce enough blood, they turn on you. And that's real. I just want everybody to know. This movie is not about just me. This movie is telling the story of my time in Wichita and who I've been around. This movie is going to highlight the talent that the Midwest has. The whole goal is to put the Midwest back on the map. But I also know that I got to you know, cut off those who seek to destroy what I have built. And I have. Now. I'm focused on what I need to do. And because it's like I said, it's not about me. It's about the people that are around me. I'm going to make sure they eat. But I'm also going to make sure my family eats. Because last Saturday, my mother told me she was proud of me when I was getting pissed the fuck off. About the whole situation about Jimmy and takedown and all that shit. I was getting pissed the fuck off. I was getting depressed again. And my grandmother, the ghost from heaven, the angel from heaven, basically said, don't quit. My mom said, I'm proud of you. And I said, thank you, mom. And I made a promise to my mother that she would never have to work again by the end of 2021. 
And I intend to keep that promise. I really do. I have a brother who has a drug problem. I got to get him into rehab. I got nieces and nephews. And I got two younger sisters. And I still got younger siblings I want to help take care of. That yeah, mom want to take care of. That's my purpose. Is that I have a family I got to take care of. And I want to make sure that my legacy leads into longevity. That's why I said the things I said about Adapter Parish. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. And I want people to understand that November 28th would be the final step. And I'm going to take that final step and I'm going to elevate. I'm going to elevate. And not only am I going to elevate, I'm going to elevate those that are around me and support me. And I'm going to lift up my community and this entertainment game. And watch me do it. Because I have a good heart. And I'm selfless. Not selfish. I'm Petty Murphy. And you have been listening to the Petty Murphy Project. You have a good evening.
tonight on the Petty Murphy Project, I'm going to get y'all ready for the most anticipated event to ever hit Wichita, Kansas again when I return to Wichita November 28th, live at the All Occasions Event and Banquet Center, November 28th, the final step, most hated New World Order Part 3. You don't want to miss it. And you're going to hear an exclusive track from my boy, Nick Gibbs, tonight on the Petty Murphy Project. Don't you miss it.